Welcome to another edition of the Be Forever Cool podcast. My name is Rex45, and tonight, tonight or today, um, I'm fortunate to have uh, Leroy join us on the show. Um, he's been, you know, we're going to get into all, all, all about his history, but, you know, he reached out to me after the first show, and on episode four, we, we, we played um, what he said. So, and after that, I, I wanted to get him on just to talk about racing, because, um He's done a lot, so welcome, Leroy. I don't know if you want to give your last name or not. Yeah, Leroy Court, C O R T. And you know, where are you from, Leroy? Uh, Georgetown, Guyana, <laughs> Guyana, South America is like right above uh, Brazil. Yep. Yeah. Nice, nice. And um, how how did you get into motorcycles and um, and and even getting into racing? Um, the the motorcycle racing. I used to ride on the street. And then um, the racing started when um, I flew back to Guyana after being here for a while. And then uh, the, the, the racing had just really gotten big in Guyana. And then um, we, somebody offered me a bike and a suit, and I just went on the truck. And I, I after within the first two laps, I was like, "This is it. This is it. Huh? This is it." Um, and 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 and. Did you automatically just start going to the track after that, or or did you go? Oh, all right, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna make this happen to where I can do this all the time. Yeah, well, I was based in the U.S., so most of the the um, right after that, I started. I, well, Guyana was the only um, space that I could ride. I didn't know much about racing in the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, again, like I said, being from the Caribbean, you would think racing in the U.S. It's just Motor GP level, it's AMA level. Right. So I didn't, and then being the age that I was in, you know, I, I thought I surpassed that so far. So I was like, um, there was no, I didn't think about it being possible in the US. So Guyana was my only option at the time. So what I would do is try to, I would come over here and work and then save up some cash and then fly back home during their events and try right. and do. Um, an event but the problem was is that i didn't have a suit i was using i was renting um, borrowing a suit and then borrowing a bike right you know both the the two times that i rode there it was all borrowed goods you know so it, it didn't work out too well for me um you know in in, in that's why it only lasted tw- two times two two trips got you and, and, and what is the race community like in the in the caribbean um or in guyana because in, in this in your case um it it's very big, in a sense. We there's a there's a huge big like you know football or so- soccer for the American folks, or uh, yeah, it's it's an event because remember the, in the Caribbean there's not everybody looks for something to do. Um, right. The main form of entertainment there is is parties. So anything I gotta beyond go, I gotta beyond go Guyana, that, yeah, which is like a which would be like a football game, cricket. We're big into cricket. Mm-hmm. So anything along those lines, people are, it's something to do on the weekends and then an opportunity to drink. <laughs> so um, racing became popular, as, you know, and, and, and a lot of people have been into it since like the 70s in Guyana. Wow. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot. And they're, they were heavy into the cars. It's most recently we started getting a lot of um, motorcycle racing. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, you know, full disclosure, until you invited me to to go to Jamaica to go racing and, and, and even talked about it, I didn't realize like people were racing. It was organized and, and folks were racing in the Caribbean like that. Um, and, it's you know, and not just, I mean, South America, you know, all around. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it, it. it 
after I started racing in the U.S. and then I, like I had my flag on the country on my on my back the back of my suit. It was crazy the amount of people that reached out to me like, "Oh, you from Guyana? You racing? And I'm from Jamaica. We had I got guys from Antigua, right? Um, Saint Vincent, um, Barbados. A lot of people that are based in California, in Florida even, and they were like, "There's racing in, in the Caribbean." And I'm like, "Yeah," and then. You know, they always try to figure out how to make it work. Right. Um, but right now, there's no, like, a, an easy, you can't get your bike from the U.S. To, to the Caribbean islands so easily and then get it back for you to go participate in the U.S. because it takes at least a month. Customs. Yeah. The, and, and, uh, and shipping. And, and, and if you can't pay somebody off, right, mm, yeah, <laughs> you, exactly. don't, you don't know when you're going to get it. Yeah. So they, 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 they don't have a, a good system right now. With, right. And most guys, as you know, with racers, they, they, they spend so much money into um, getting their, their equipment set up for them. Right. To go to a different island or country, different environment, and then jump in somebody's machines that's built for them. Right. And, and be um, performed. Because, as you know, part of racing is performance. Everybody wants to do well. Right. When you got your suit built... You know, did you automatically? Was it a no-brainer? Like I'm putting my Guyanese flag on on, on my on, on on my suit, on my bike. I'm I'm repping, I'm repping the Caribbean. I'm repping where you're from. Is that 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 was just automatic? No, the the first suit I had made was a white suit. Okay. I, um, but and why I went to have a suit made was because the first suit that I borrowed, it was a bit short around the neck. <laughs> So like I couldn't lean forward right, right. without That's, being chilled. So oh. all the writing pictures from that first time that I rode in Guyana, it was um I was upright, right? You know, and uh, so a lot of people were talking about it. So then I was like, all right, let me go try and find a, a suit maker, right? So I could make it the way I want it. You know, I know my arms are bigger, my legs are bigger. You know, it bam, bam, for, bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I did that. I had a custom suit made, and but it the first time I rode. Which would be the second time in Guyana. The first time I used the suit, had a big accident and totaled the suit. Yeah, I was racing. We, I, I went down for the Caribbean Championships. So the championships, it, it rotates around the, the, the Caribbean, um, Jamaica, Barbados, uh-huh. uh, Trinidad, and Guyana. Wow. Guyana is usually the last event in um, November. Okay. So all the islands would send riders over and um, they would participate so we had a big group that, that time in Guyana and I, re- I remember going down there and um, borrowed bike yep. and but a new suit and um, the first race of the day I didn't get an opportunity to race because the bike wouldn't start okay. all of a sudden so I was just like <laughs> so I was so angst because I spent so much to go there right. to be a part of this thing yep. and then I missed the first race because the bike wouldn't start finally got the bike started and then um uh, we went out to race, and I was just trying my best, pushing my body. And then I think um, it was, I think, around the sixth of the eighth lap. Mm-hmm. I um, got a bit, a guy rode onto me. Mm-hmm. Like he, he passed me on the inside. And um, I guess being a new rider, you know, the first thing you're thinking on the turn is, oh, a guy's passed me. Let me go Pass. faster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I hit the gas, the back wheel spun around, and then there's a there was a guy from Barbados behind me. He was trailing. I didn't know. Right. Hit me, and he rode over my head. Oh, yeah. So the back wheel, it spun on the helmet, kicked the helmet off. Oh, so sh- I hit my head on the on the, on the katarmat. Uh-huh. Was out. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was this. That was my main debut, basically. Right. Right. And after that, you said, 
I'm going to do it again. Mm. No, well, that, that was, so coming back to the suit, that, that's why the suit was total because I passed out um, and... Um, they had to cut it off. They, they had to cut it. Yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. So the second suit that, that, that I actually had, well, I knew at that point custom suits got to be, got to be custom suit because they were so comfortable. Okay. So I, I haven't done custom yet. I'm 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 open, have, hoping to have one this year. You, you, uh, it's I mean, but if you fit into the the the, the, the off the rack stuff, right, right. you you fine. But I couldn't because certain parts would be tight for me. Right. Yeah, I, I wear so. knees. I, I think I'm part Italian because <laughs> they seem to fit <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, when you when you get a, a custom suit, though, is like because it's so. You could really fit it to your personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you look like some of the races at Loudon. They're like like um I don't know if you remember Jason. He his suit fits his personality. My suit right so color like people tell me I look like a superhero. Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. The blue dragon. So that's that's basically what I. You, that's the fun part of having a custom suit. Put put aside the the, the the fitment aspects of it. Right right. Yeah. Um no it definitely and it, and it represents your the personality as 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 you, as you mentioned. Um. Now speaking of that that accident and and just riding down in 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 um in Guyana um, and I've seen video from from races in in Jamaica and 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 looking at the track condition from the video you know you know I hear you know going up and down the East Coast I hear riders talk about Loudon and and talk about you know how how bad it is and and in this kind and I and I look at videos like I said Jamaica and I can't speak of Guyana and, and, and any other tracks but you know how do uh, the tracks in in the Caribbean compare to the to 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 the tracks in the US that you've raced at or rode on and 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 just you know the the, the safety part of it um in in most of the well one of the 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 the, the most feared tracks right now is in Jamaica actually there's a track called Dover Mm-hmm. Yeah, you right you right at the side of the mountains they built the track and into in the mountains like so it's like some of the turns you come in and the mountain face is on your left side <laughs> you know you come in on the, sh- the, the 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 longest straight away mm-hmm. and then there's a barrier and then there's a cliff you know so <laughs> if you don't if you don't make that barrier break your fall you on the, on the side of the cliff you know right so <clears throat> you know that took that took a lot of uh, guys to get accustomed to. to to get the courage to yeah. to, to get then, to the limit, and then the the surface is not the it's not as smooth as as the U.S. tracks, you know. But guys, like I said, we went to to um, Barbados, and dudes are pulling up with girls on the back of the bikes. They f- <laughs> they flick their mirrors in, and then they go race. And then when they finish <laughs> racing, they just come back out. Girls jump in the back, and then they ride they ride off. You know, and that's not a track day. That's that, a race. That's a race. That's a race weekend in, in Barbados. Wow. So, so the safety aspects of it, like I said, it varies based on economics. Right, so right, the right. Economics is a big issue with, with in with the people in the islands and For um, sure. And that's why, you know, like we don't you wouldn't see us raised in a, a Dionysi suit or whatever with, with airbags. You mm. know, we would write mostly like whatever without airbags. Whatever somebody could hand down or or whatever, like custom suit down there, it's not, it's unheard of, you know. Right, and 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 now are they riding two piece suits and stuff like that? Yeah, they, yeah, mostly whatever they get. Like what we start, what we had to start doing was we had to um, to get people to the line. They they used to say we gotta wear they they had to wear like a Timberlands and <laughs> and jeans and stuff like that. That's how they started, you know. And then from the the, the pick of the lot, you would see the ones that are one 
in a, a better economic position. Right, to, right, right. And that's the af- biggest part. To afford the safety, right. you know, because like you said, yeah, we need tires. Yeah. You got to get tires. Right. You got to get a suit. Yeah. You got to get gloves and a helmet. So guys are racing out where it's not in Timberlands and jeans. When we started, yep. Mm-hmm. Timberlands. You had to be wearing Timberlands. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, and I, I mean, Timberlands are not the best boot to be shifting fast and quick, right? Because it's so bulky. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember Timberlands were big in the U.S. then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys yeah. were glad to, 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 to do that. Right, yeah. right. Wear Tim's. You know, but that, the surface part of it, the, the track, it's, it's not, again, it's it's like in Guyana, the, the, the track, the, the back straight of the track was an actual road that the trucks would transport sand mm. from the interior parts into the into the, the city. Okay. So like on a race weekend, they would actually have to block that part of the, the back straight and then clean the track from the sand and stuff like that. Say. So like that's what we ride with. We ride with whatever they it was. Whatever the sur- on the surface. So when I go to Loudon and they're like Loudon is a bad track, it's bumpy. I'm like, what bumps? What <laughs> what wall? You know, like they talk about an air fence about I'm like in Jamaica, the air is between you and the cliff. The, the cliff. <laughs> you know, so um so so I love Loudon because when I I did <clears throat> I did some other tracks I did Pittsburgh when it when it just repaved it mm-hmm. it was it was like eating food without spice right you know? right and that's how I explain it to a lot of people like <laughs> when you go to Loud and you get some spices into it you know you get a little bit of pepper here right I, you know I, I'm a, I'm a part time cook so that's the best way I could have um, experienced Loud I love the bumps I love the little cracks right right that makes loud in what it is yeah you know because i rode pittsburgh like i said and there's nothing i could remember other than the long drive because the track was so smooth it was just you, you come off the track with loud and you're looking at a bump you hit a bump you're avoiding a line because you're gonna slide you know right it makes it makes a track what it is and that's what loud is yeah and you know for me i didn't i raced only loud until i think 2019 so that was my only experience and you know, after being able to 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 do like the CCS series, uh, the different regions and stuff like that, you know, like Loudon prepares you for all these other places. Um, and and there are a lot of fast guys or not so fast folks uh, that refuse to uh, race at Loudon. That you know, even folks that started at Loudon have have gone off and to greener pastures in their mind and and refuse to come back and and, and race. But it, but it is such a fun track and 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 it, and it teaches you so much, um, and it I, I, you know in my mind it, it's like, you know I'm not gonna try to do something that I that I can't do because you know the track is gonna let you know, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, and and so now coming to the U.S. and 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 you come into Loudon, um, which is you know you're you you know you're 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 based in in New York and and you know Jersey's down the street from you. Um, but you know, you decided to 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 come to Loudon and and and, and cut your teeth there. Mm. <clears throat> the the racing in the U.S. started after the accident because after the accident, um, I realized I couldn't you know use somebody else's equipment and stuff. So I went and invested in a, a motorcycle. Right. So I had the bike based in Guyana, and um, I was going to do the following year, like I said, CMRC, which is a Caribbean motor racing. Um, circuit right so um i got a bike up here i shipped it home to guyana or whatever and um, i had them ship it to jamaica okay wow <clears throat> yeah so i would just fly to jamaica and the bike would be there 
So when I got to Jamaica, the bike was there, but it wasn't working. So another, and this was the next trip that I saved up for, got out there, and then the bike couldn't work. So I had wow. to borrow somebody else's bike to do a couple of laps. Right. So at that point, it got frustrated. I sold the bike right there in Jamaica, and I went back to the States. And I was like, you know, this is two trips I made. I, it, it was a lot of money to get there, and then I didn't. I ain't got nothing out of it. So I, I, I had a cousin that was racing at Loudoun. So he told me to come up mm-hmm. and do a class and you get you get your license and you get to race. And um, I started up there and within the first weekend, like I said, due to my personality, you know, a lot of people kind of like reached out and melded with mine. And <clears throat> that's that became my home track. Right. You know, so even though Jersey's two hours away, um, it's worth the five and a half hours because I, as I explained to you guys in the voice note last week, Racing is 15 minutes. Right. And the rest of the time, it's actually what it is. So um, going on the track for 15 minutes, it's, it is fine. But when you come off, that's where racing really expands for me. It's 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 the commitment, the the, the, the relationships with, with all the people that are around me. Right, right. You know. And it's in your personality to 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 just because I you know I I I was at Loudon you showed up at Loudon and I like I say to myself I'm always in the weeds and and like you said the first weekend you know you're, you're hanging out with Woods and and and, and talking with, with everyone uh, is that just your personality or is it just the the the, the how you feel about the the motorcycle community or that that <clears throat> that's my personality because I I was always the ones to push. The people around me, right? You know, if if <clears throat> if you if you ask anybody around, I'm always the one making the bets. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Quick to do the one that talks up. So it was kind of very, it was very awkward for most of the people them at New Hampshire when I showed up there because what I would the first thing I came up there I was a novice, and then I'm challenging people in the novice groups. Right. So now there it is. All these experts are watching at this guy that just come. He can't ride. <laughs> And he's challenging our next rider to beat ride in the race, and right. it's like a, it's like a taboo in a sense I would call it because as fast as you could ride, you would never see someone like, I could ride, I could ride better than you. Right, but right, that was right. a big thing in the Caribbean, right. you know. Right. You could, you drink too beer and then ride to be like, oh, I'm going to race, I can beat you, I can beat you. So, um, so that was the way I brought that there, and and it's still there to this it's day. Still to it's this still day. there to this day. I mean, we 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 see folks making making these side bets for fun, all for fun, or for the Hornbecker. Um, fun, uh, just just to, just for other riders, and and like I said, you 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 brought that you know that eased the tension um, to the track where you know you can we 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 can laugh, and not to say it wasn't there before, but it not like you know like you can spend you know six seven hours going around from paddock to paddock, from area to area, just talking to people, and and everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Social media made it, you know. Made my job a little bit easier because I was able to just jump on Facebook and call out a writer. And again, like I said, these are things that people weren't doing up there. So I, but I got an opportunity to do it. I started calling. As soon as I got bumped up to amateur, I picked on somebody there, you know. And then a few years in, I picked, I started picking on the experts. I'm like, hey, you can't pass me in this lap because right, they right. usually start ahead of us. Yeah, you're right, right. And then, you know, and then as you said, I got, I got some of the bigger races. Just noticing that this little amateur guy, you know, can't ride and there it is, he's talking up. And then they made it their duty to come and try and catch me on the track. Right. Which made it fun for the sport. You know, I remember one time we had one of the biggest races there. The fastest guys there, I had him doing push-ups and eating donuts because, you know, he couldn't finish the race in front of me. Right, right, right. 
it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I brought a lot to the track there. And that's what makes the five and a half. Like I said, sometimes when I drive him back, I'm like, oh, wow, six hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, it's worth it when you, when, you, when you think about it. I can't wait to do it again after Tuesday because, you know, Monday after races, you just don't even want to think about racing. Right, right, right. That's kind of decompression, decompressing yeah. and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, and, and let's talk about how you get to the track because, you know, your, you know, your vehicle, um, I don't even know how you have room for yourself after you, after you pack everything. <laughs> Um, you know, that, like, you know, that, that, that whole process is, is it like, did you figure that out quickly? Did you spend you like, you know, a day or two to have, like, how am I going to get the bike in? Cause you know, it, it, you know, he's, he's coming in a caravan, right? And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and you got everything you need in the caravan. Yeah. It, it, it took some, it took some planning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I knew first I got to get the bike in there and then I knew, and then I saw, but again, going up there, the, 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 the restrooms are, you know, quite a few steps away you right. know, and um to, to get to, to to a turn a specific turn to watch the race because i always tell people i'm a fan of racing first race and then then i became a racer you know so like i'm up there to see the races right um, you know so a lot of times i'm like shocked that the guys like when i'm not in a particular race i'm rooting for guys that i actually race with you know? right, so right. that's the the fun part of it so to get around to these locations quickly you needed a, a um an additional transport, which right. most guys up there would have a bicycle or uh, a scooter. Right. So yep. I ended up buying a scooter. So now I had to fit a bike and a scooter in there, you know. So um, it was just, I put it in and then I would, and then with my bike, I would have to take off all of the, the fairings. Right. To, to, to let it pass the, the entrance of the, the, the Dodge. Yeah, yeah, impressive. You know, so I used to take it off, and then everything would just fit, and I, the toolbox, and then the ice cooler, because <laughs> you got to put you know your beers, and then I got um, you know my suit. I had fuel, a fuel jug, I had extra tires. It was you know, so it was a process that I get. But as I explained to you in the voice note, all that is a part of racing. It like I couldn't wait for the Thursday afternoon to come home and then start trying to put this puzzle into this minivan. You know? <laughs> That was a fun part. And not once say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. <laughs> just, mm, it, nah, it, you nah. just show up and, and, and show up with good spirits. And um, and like you were saying in the voice note, you know, you are one of the, the last folks to um, to go to bed. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and even times you, you'll cook and, 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 and try to, you know, uh, just spread the love as much as possible. Yeah, because like I said, when I get up there, you're like literally away from, I was, for me, I was away from everything. I mean, I'm far away from Guyana and then far away from New York. And New York was a lot of, um, you know, now I wouldn't call it stress because I like what I do. I like my job. Right. You know, but um, it you, was a getaway. Because right. literally I would turn my phones off and test out. Every, everybody know if they're checking in on me, it's just a check-in to see how I'm doing or if I f- spaced in a race or whatever. But I would, all the business um stresses i used to keep that away from the truck right you know so for that three days being there it was like a different environment all there's two things you're thinking about what am i eating for breakfast what time is my race what are we eating for dinner that's it yeah pretty much yeah Yeah, that's pretty much it no you're not thinking about bills you're not thinking about no girlfriend nothing you know and that was part of my regime going up there you know no stress no females no males no just the people them that are there Part of the race, and that's right. how we were focusing on. You know? Nice, and and coming up there, how did how like you know your your first weekend, and and like what was your thought of just how the layout and and folks and and coming to Garage Four and 
and and and and seeing all that and and seeing all the different folks, all the different ages, um, male or female, you know, riding. It it was an eye opener. It was it was fun because, like, you gotta remember, we coming from like grassroots in the Caribbean. Like, we just have a, a shed that they built and to block the rain and the sun from your your machinery, and that's it. You know, and then you know, like they would um, hot. I would call it hot wiring, just so you can understand electric. Electric, electricity, electricity from the the power lines. Like right. they would just throw two wires on the thing and bring it into the shed, and that would be power for you to run a light bulb right. so that you get light. You right. know, um, so that's that's where I'm coming from. So when I when we come from something like that, and then you see now you walk into a garage, it's there's a shutter, there's air, you got electricity outlets, you know, um, the restroom that's with, with, with heaters and dryers and hot water and cold water, like showers. Bro, uh, like this, so like it's like this was like night and day for me. So I instantly, you know, was attracted to it. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was impressive for me. Right. You right. know. So like I said, uh, if you notice, like a few times on the on the post when I see people posting, you know, about loading and the, and the, and the, and, the, and the organizer, I'm like, bro, you just be appreciative of what you got. Oh yeah. You get a chance to go race. You should see what we we try to do. What we try to do with what we have, you know. So like this, I every time I used to come back from the track, I would thank people. Right. I'd right. loud. I'm like, yo, great grace. I came home alive. I'm happy. No, I, I completely yeah. agree. After after yeah. after going to other tracks and 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 seeing some of the conditions, um, Loudon has one of the best facilities um, out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably next to Daytona. I haven't been to the middle middle of the country in West, so I can't speak for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up and down the East Coast. Um, yeah, we got one of the best facilities and, and I didn't like, we started in that, so I didn't really, I didn't really understand it. And I, and I went to some other tracks and I'm just like, you want me to shower in there? <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, now I, now I built a shower in my trailer, so <laughs> just because of that. Yeah. Like all of that is, that, that was, um, weird for me too. Like I see guys with two bikes, they have a, a rain bike and a, and a bike for the hot weather. I'm like, wow. It's yeah. Like, you know, like we, it, it, like I said, I guess, I guess, I got a, a lot of that appreciation because I came from the Caribbean. I see that quickly. Right, right, and that's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, this year I'm fortunate to have a B bike. You know, mm-hmm. um, but no, you know, it, it's, it, you know, when you just have what you have and you just starting out, and you barely have tools and you barely have tire warmers and you barely have all these things. You know, the love of racing is just going to make you show up and work with what you got. Mm-hmm. Because you know, even this past year, um, the guy that won the amateur uh, uh, Azra uh, Super Sport Series, he was racing a twenty-year-old bike, stock suspension. Wow! <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, well, well like, it, what, what am I going to say that I need this on my bike? I need that on my bike? Mm-hmm. Nah, you just yeah. got to go out there and ride what you have. Yeah. You know, um, and and so that 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 that's you know that's the crazy part of it. It's like, yeah, you can have a bike, B bikes, and all this stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to ride what you have and then you got to ride the race that your bike gives you, your body gives you, your mind gives you and stuff like that. So and we haven't really talked about that part of, of you on track and, 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 and like how do you prepare uh, once you get out there? How do you, how, how do you, you know, get around and, and, and figure out, you know, where you're going to push, where not to push? Um, you know, like it, it, for about, I would say about two, three seasons, it was... Most of my racing at, at, at Loudoun was just for the experience. Um, 
I wasn't thinking about pushing and and and, and like I I remember like one season I, I was trying to find some cameras to put on the bike because what I would do I knew I was fast but so what I would do I would pick on a guy and now do you knew you were fast because of street riding or just um I I knew I was fast because of, of based on the amount of effort I would have to put to to be in front mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so. <laughs> Um, with the group of le- with the guys that R- was there, right, so right. The, because the bike that I built was fast, and um, I knew where it was stronger than most of the bikes out there. So I I knew if I so when I focus and I use the, the the strength of the bike, I would actually um, it would make the ra- the racing easier because if I know coming out of twelve, I could pass a guy on the straight because I my bike has a faster pickup, so I could ride around the whole track following him and then mm. as soon as we get to the street I pass him. Right. Next guy, same thing. Follow him and then as soon as we get on the street I pass him. So I, I knew what my strengths were and I knew what the bike was. So what I started focusing on trying to get good videos. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I remember a whole season that was it. I was just trying to ride up next to a guy and then wait until I get to a certain part and then just try and pass him there. It's like, ah, oh, they're gonna be nice in the video. <laughs> and I'm gonna look for the next guy. <laughs> All right, good. I can go down to you. So most so when you talk about focusing on where to pass and how to think it was i kid you not three seasons i remember i was just focusing on just enjoying it i'm the last one to go to bed because like you said if i go up this weekend and you're you're in you're asleep early and i got an ex-friend he got in through some problems and and he drinking for some reason i am the one that was there Drink. going with him and i throwing down and the next morning is tough to get up but <laughs> i'm the, that person because right. that moment that we spend Drinking and then and then I'd get them to open up and then I see a different part of life right. that they're going through and yeah. then it's like wow I so I see why he's coming to the truck because he shares what I'm sharing this is a getaway from what he's going through right so the, it became curious to me as I started doing it more often so I'm now out there now I bring the beers I bring the food all right who come bring your problems let me let me, let me trash it out some guys want to go and ride Doctor Court one o'clock in the morning they're racing riding the dirt bikes in the, in the in the dirt and I'm there right 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 you know and then we, we build a bond so yeah. for I I started enjoying doing it because I'm building a memory yeah you know, like I can say yo at one o'clock we was racing doing dirt bikes in 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 the trash and then um but for him. You know, the next day he would get up and then I I would feel that closest with him because when he gave me that look, it's like, hey, thanks. You know, and I used to I used to really enjoy that. That was part of my three seasons there. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I haven't had that experience because, again, I'm, I generally, you know, try to stay away from folks. But I, you know, I guess the memories I have is um, and I saw this firsthand when somebody got hurt um, and, you know, another rider decided to not race and go check up on the rider. Um, at the hospital to make sure he's good and stuff like that. And, and you know, we're seeing that. It was just kind of like, wow, this person just, you know, I got to make sure this person is okay because, you know, and I found myself doing that last year when one rider went down and he had no one to take him to the hospital. And, and I was like, yo, I'll take you because, you know, your, your health is more important than what's going on right now. Um, and, you know, he had like, you know, five broken ribs or five ribs broken in five different places. Mm. You know, for a collarbone and, and whatnot, but it was just kind of like, you know, I, in, in my mind, I was just like, you know, he came, he, he has people around him and he's in pain and no one thought to say, hey, let me just take this dude to the, to the, to the hospital. And not that like he was asking and he was asking, but he wasn't expecting people to pull out of their race. I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, like, like let's go. And because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, if it's something serious, 
you know, we, you want to get it taken care of sooner than sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, so I I I had that experience uh, last year uh, with that because it, you know the the motorcycle community. And I've always said this is like you know. If the world was like the motorcycle community, it would be a better place. Because mm-hmm. you know, if I'm on my bike and I'm pulled over somewhere on the streets and I'm making a call, I'll see people pulled over just to make sure I'm good. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And if I'm broken down in my car, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I'm on a bike, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, and 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 that, and that happened again. Even you know, last year coming back from Daytona, you know, I, I was I had to get gas, and 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 you know, I saw this the, these guys had you know two blown tires, you know. And I'm like, oh, and I'm and I'm passing them on the highway, getting off the exit. I'm like, oh, that's gonna suck. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why didn't they just pull over and change the tires? Um, they can't. They end up coming to the gas station. I was, and I was about to pull off, fold up everything, get ready to pull out, and something just says, just go check to see if they're good. You know what I'm saying? I walk over to them and they were not good. You know, they didn't have a jack. Uh, they had one like two ton jack, but they had like a friggin' a, a twenty ton twenty thousand pound trailer with bikes and everything in it right so that one jack wasn't moving nothing <laughs> you know and we were out there for at least two and a half hours you know and 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 because they pulled off the highway the tire was all banged in between the brakes and all the stuff in the trailer um you know and and i was just like you know and, and you know and i helped them out and and in, in my mind it's just like no it was a sunday night it was like eight o'clock at night they wouldn't have got help for until the next day you know, and they maybe even had to tow the trailer somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, like that, that, that paying it forward, or just the the, the community in general, it, it it it's been a beautiful experience. You know, since I've been doing it, you know, almost ten years. Mm, I'm I'm guilty of that same thought that you just brought up there because I drive past people and I wouldn't even think to stop them. If I see a biker, I kid you not, I I have personally stopped. The last thing I'm thinking about, yeah, this could be a killer. Yeah. Exactly. Which is the first thought you would think when you see a car stranded because you see it from the movies and whatnot. And I remember, um, so, and when I'm driving down the street, if I see a bike in my rear view, I always pull over. You know, just the other day I did it and uh, he signaled. So when he saw me put my hand out, he knew I was a racer, uh, a biker. Right, right, right. Because I signaled the hand signal. Yeah. So when I when I pulled to the side of the lane to allow him to pass, and I had my hand out, he he signaled and he blew his horn, and I was like, I I you get you get that connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Know, but I guarantee, you, if you see a car coming up the lane, last thing I'm like, nah, no, block this guy. No. Out. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, no. So I'm very guilty of of what you. Ex- oh, you same, same here, same here. <laughs> I I see guys pulled over with a flat tire in their cars. I'm like, you should know how to change your tire. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> I, I saw that movie before. I, I ain't stopping for this, you know. <laughs> no, 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 not stopping for that at all. Um, so yeah, so you know, we're gonna wrap up. Um, this the Be Forever Cool uh, podcast, and and we're trying to do something weekly with, with, with you know, just talking about racing in general. I find that, um, you know, it, it's it, you know, there, there's something that's kind of been missing um, in, in in the community, and and and. You know, you know, we're trying to shed light on it and 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 talk about racing because, like I said, until you know, uh, our buddy uh, Jesse didn't, you know, until he's just like, "Yo, come racing." I had no idea um, that you know I could go race a motorcycle somewhere, um, and you know, not to say I didn't know about you know the top levels of motocross and 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 AMA at that time and stuff like that, but you know, as a, as a as a forty year old sitting here saying, "Oh, I want to go race a motorcycle and and try to be competitive." You know that that didn't even cross my mind. You know, and 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 I think a lot of folks are in, in our position where you know we would love to go race if we knew it existed. 
That's exactly what happened to me because I I always there's this guy up at at, at Loudon. I always tell him that he's the one that I I start. It was actually two guys. There actually no, there's one guy because I, I was going through YouTube a day and then I saw this guy with a full gray beard and he's he, he winning a bunch of championships and stuff like that. So when I saw I saw him racing and I heard his age, I'm like wow. So like I said, I told you me coming over to the states, I was only. We only see. Well, I only thought I knew what I saw on television. I'm like racing is just AMA motocross, MotoGP. You know, if you're not 16 years old in a in a motorcycle camp, right? You're not racing, right? You understand? So when I see this guy still doing it, and I heard about it now, club racing. I'm like, all right, good. You know, and then when I got up to the truck, I saw uh, you know our, our close friend Vinny. Mm-hmm. Vinny's 60 years old, yeah. riding an R6, yeah. kicking ass. You yeah. Know? So like he. So when I saw him, I'm like, yo, that's who I'm going to be at 60. You know, six, and now he's like 63. And he's still, he's an expert riding an R6. So you know a, a sport bike ain't easy to push. No. You know, and Vinny's doing this thing at his age. And I'm, I'm, like I said, all this just opened my eyes to what I need to be, where I need to be heading down that line. Um, I see you doing the different tracks and stuff like that, as I explained to you. That's where I see myself taking this racing. Because like, what are you racing for? plastics you know you're not making any money but i like that you travel and you get an opportunity to go try new tracks so that's something i definitely is going to put you know put my future head my future down the line yeah with so it also helps me with my fitness you know like i wouldn't have any reason to go in the gym oh for sure but if i bet this guy a a case of beer I can beat you next wrong. I guarantee you, two weeks before the race, I'm in the gym. Are you, tra- are you training for the beer or are you training to beat them? Training for the beer, you don't know. <laughs> because that's it. they look at me, they're like, ah, oh, you eating donuts and you yeah, drinking yeah. the beer, you know. But, you know, like I said, I know I know my capabilities. Right. I try to push a little bit towards the end. But, you know, like I said, within a week before, I'm the one pushing the bets out and trying to get everybody hyped up to to be there. And that's that's the great thing about loading right now is, like, we got a good chemistry like i said the hornbecker fun that you were talking about that's why everybody look that's a big race everybody's look for that right how much seconds you're gonna pass a guy you know how much money you're gonna lose to pay to the, the fund to assist the other riders so i kind of found my way now and i found the route that i'm gonna do you know health wise um long-term goals what, what i do I like i work hard because i know i want to buy a bike part or i want right. to 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 race next week exactly you know so like when I when I weigh all the options, it's for racing has been a good thing for me. So, um, you know, putting aside everything else, it it, it gives me a better quality of life, mm-hmm. the health and and work the work ethics. Because like I said, if I would take an extra job because I know that job will help pay for some tires. Right. You know, so it it works. It works a lot. And with racing bring, build, building up in the Caribbean, you know, my whole purpose of coming on the show was basically just to bring me awareness. Of racing in the Caribbean, and yeah. I hope most more people that, that that watch the show and stuff like that, they become aware of it, and then we could get more people to go and race. To go race, we, we still Caribbean. gotta go to Jamaica. Yeah, we gotta we gotta make that happen. The pandemic killed us. I had my ticket, everything. I was ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you want to rent a bike, R six and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, no, it's it, same thing. You know, it's it's I, I you know because of the pandemic, I was I stumbled on racing up and down the east coast and racing the ccs series and trying all the different regions um before that i was you know going to watch moto gp races in different countries and stuff like that and and after the pandemic 
it, 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 it made me realize like, well, I can go watch somebody race or I can go to these tracks and go race. Um, and, and that's kind of how it, it, it flipped for me now. And it's like, like my goal is just to race as many tracks as I can one time or many more times or whatever. I'm not you know, chasing any championships or nothing like that. Just ride some new tracks and just, and just have that experience. Um, because, you know, like I remember you guys used to well, talk about Pitt and, uh, and, and, and New York, uh, uh, New Jersey and all, and all these different tracks that you, that you guys been to NC bike. And I'm sitting here like, man, I only been to Loudoun. I got to get to another track and I got to Homestead and saw that was like, and, you know, and, and the crazy part of it is like, you know, getting, going to Homestead, you know, I was just like, oh, I don't know how to turn right because Loudon only has like turn, turn three. Yeah. <laughs> there is really the only like true like right turn. Right. Mm. And, and it just it just, you know, it makes you a better rider. When you when you can get on other tracks and 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 try you know and try your, your skill set. Yeah, I um for me like I said I I my purpose of coming on here was basically to bring the awareness to the Caribbean side of it because that's where I'm from. So you know as as I know people watch and they hear about it, hopefully mm-hmm. they reach out to you guys right. and I can help because we're working on um we're definitely working on that that avenue. For American races, Caribbean based that want to do get that experience because, like I said, part of racing is only fifteen minutes on the track. Right. But when you're in Jamaica, it's fun to think, what are we going to go eat tonight? Right. Where, where, oh where, yeah. Where sure. in the grill are we going to go? You know. I, so like, I already know the, the whole, <laughs> <laughs> the whole experience when you're in Trinidad. You know, as soon as you finish racing and you link up with the locals there, like, what are we doing? Where are we going to party? We're right. going to fet tonight, you know. So Guyana is different. We got their own vibes there. You know, we, just recently we built a, just in October, we built a, a 1.6 mile FIA spec uh, race track, you know. So wow. Guyana is stepping it up when yeah. it comes to racing. We got the fastest car in the Caribbean, a, a drag race, a GTR. Wow. You know, um, and it's a lot, yeah, we do a lot of gold there. So a lot of the men there are big with money. So we got the fastest car. We got um, most. In the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, yeah. I got to call some people in Jamaica. When it comes to the motorcycle racing, Guyana definitely um, on top of the right, league right. right now. You know, Jamaica, when you go to Jamaica, you got 20 guys on the line, which you don't really find in, in the other in the other islands. Okay. So I like that I like that spirit from Jamaica. And of all the tracks, like I say, even though I'm from Guyana, Jamaica is a spot. I get I kid you not. The the atmosphere, the people, and and they love bikes just as much as Guyanese love yeah, bikers. Um, yeah. You just come down in your suit and zip it down, people taking it off for you, <laughs> people taking pictures with you. You know, they want to move your bike, help you. You know, they wouldn't do that if Michael Jackson or any celebrity walked in, right? No. Nah. <laughs> and most celebrities, we don't even notice. Yeah. So as a collaborator like yourself, like yeah. I said, just being in the islands, the, 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 that feeling that the, the people them give you, right? it's a, it's like a drug. Yeah, no, you had mentioned that, and I, and I, I want to go check it out and feel it because, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful atmosphere, and it, and it, it, it generally rewards you more than than it doesn't mm-hmm. you know um yeah man i want to thank you for coming on the show man and and we're gonna we keep chatting and and i can't wait to see you out this this year at loudon and and see what happens and see what the classic look like and and what kind of bets um you're gonna mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. um you know if folks are trying to find you do you want to give out your your your, your platforms information so folks can find you 
Um, just Google Leroy Court on Facebook. That's about it, I guess. That's the only way you could reach out to me. That's the only way. Yeah, you're almost like Big E. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> every week Big he has a Big new e. way to find him. <laughs> www.bigee.com. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Peace.